Welcome to the Wall Street Journal for Thursday, June 22, 2017, from Audible. Today, you'll hear these five stories. Uber CEO Travis Kalanick quits as investors revolt. The end of car ownership. Bust your phone again? These teens are here to help, for a price. Walmart to vendors. Get off Amazon's cloud. And predicting the next pandemic. From the tech section of the Wall Street Journal, Uber CEO Travis Kalanick quits as investors revolt by Greg Menzinger. Uber Technologies, Inc.'s co-founder and chief executive Travis Kalanick has resigned after a group of investors pressured him to step down following a bruising six months of scandal and setbacks, marking a stunning turnabout for one of Silicon Valley's highest flying startups. Mr. Kalanick, 40 years old, handed in his resignation Tuesday, a spokesman said. Several investors pushed Mr. Kalanick to resign, people familiar with the matter said, to help turn around the company as it works to battle allegations that it has a workplace permissive of sexual harassment and sexism. Uber has no replacement for Mr. Kalanick and is running without financial and operating chiefs and other key executives after several recent departures, including one of the CEO's top deputies who was pushed out last week by the board. I love Uber more than anything in the world. And at this difficult moment in my personal life, I have accepted the investor's request to step aside so that Uber can go back to building rather than be distracted with another fight, Mr. Kalanick said in a statement Tuesday. A group of investors on Tuesday banded together in a bid to oust him, according to people familiar with the matter. They sent a letter to Mr. Kalanick expressing their doubt about his ability to implement changes to the company, as recommended by the law firm of former U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder, following an investigation into workplace culture. The firm's list of nearly 50 recommendations was endorsed by the board. The investors who drafted the letter include Benchmark, whose partner Bill Gurley is an Uber board member, Menlo Ventures, Lowercase Capital, First Round Capital, and Fidelity Investments, according to people familiar with the matter. Mr. Kalanick handed in his resignation just hours after the letter was sent and after speaking with one board member, who counseled him to step aside, according to a person familiar with the matter. Mr. Kalanick had been on indefinite leave from the company as of last week, a move he said was necessary to mourn the sudden death of his mother last month in a boating accident, and with an aim to re-emerge as a newly invigorated leader. This is a bold decision and a sign of his devotion and love for Uber, said members of Uber's board in a statement Tuesday. By stepping away, he's taking the time to heal from his personal tragedy while giving the company room to fully embrace this new chapter in Uber's history. Mr. Kalanick will likely remain a figure in the company that he co-founded in 2009, since he will keep his board seat and along with co-founder Garrett Camp and early employee Ryan Graves, holds a majority of Uber's voting rights. Mr. Camp is chairman of the board. When Uber announced Mr. Kalanick's leave last week, the company said it would be run by a committee of 14 executives, including the chief technology officer, regional managers, and heads of legal, product, operations, and other areas. Mr. Kalanick's departure exposes Uber's leadership shortcomings and raises the question of who can lead a company whose defiantly competitive startup culture and leadership style reflected the pugnacious chief executive. Mr. Kalanick didn't respond to a request for comment. The next CEO will face a nearly unprecedented set of challenges, including restoring rattled employees' faith in the company, as well as a business that lost at least $2.8 billion last year and another $708 million in this year's first quarter, due in large part to cash incentives necessary to keep drivers driving. Uber is also tasked with a tremendous shift in culture from the one crafted under Mr. Kalanick that often operated in a legal gray area, including pushing in cities where its service was barred 
and rewarding high performers despite misbehavior. Even before Uber's string of scandals began earlier this year, Mr. Kalanick had come to embody an extreme version of the archetypal brash startup CEO who succeeds by thumbing his nose at convention and pushing the boundaries of established business practices. Uber, with a valuation of nearly $70 billion that exceeds companies such as Ford Motor Company, was the epitome of a new breed of startup, using software to reshape long-entrenched industries from transportation to hospitality to healthcare. But the mood changed at Uber after a former software engineer, Susan Fowler-Rigetti, alleged chauvinism at the ride-hailing firm in February. Many employees and some investors began questioning Mr. Kalanick's acumen to remain at the helm. In rapid succession, Uber faced a lawsuit from Google parent Alphabet Inc. over allegedly stolen technology, a federal probe looking into technology used to evade regulators, an exodus of executives, and it admitted that it erroneously withheld tens of millions of dollars from New York City and Philadelphia drivers over more than two years. The blows threatened to harm Uber's reputation with drivers, expose it to legal challenges, slow its push toward developing self-driving vehicles, and complicate its prospect for an initial public offering. The series of controversies and missteps, including a leaked video showing Mr. Kalanick berating an Uber driver, prompted the CEO to publicly plead, I need leadership help, and announce plans to hire a chief operating officer. The results of the nearly four-month investigation by Mr. Holder's firm, Covington & Burling LLP, pointed to a wealth of cultural and leadership problems. The executive summary, released a week ago, called for Uber, among other things, to install more independent board seats, create an oversight committee, establish leadership coaching for executives, and roll out mandatory sensitivity training for employees. The report's summary also zeroed in on aspects of a corporate culture it said reinforces exclusionary and other poor behavior. Uber's 14 cultural values, for instance...